If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of The Closing Argument. In this podcast, we discuss some of the important and controversial moral, political, and legal issues that affect us today and our families. Some of the things we discuss are often controversial and may even be offensive, but they need to be discussed, and that's what we do in this broadcast. Today, we're going to talk about the the Dodd decision uh, that was well, actually, the Supreme Court has not yet uh, come down with it. Uh, as you know, uh, the uh, a an advanced copy of this or draft of this decision was leaked to the press in early May, and it has been talked about every day in the news for the last two weeks. Uh, so, I want to talk about one implication: assuming the Supreme Court does indeed overturn Roe v. Wade, the question is. Will this lead to the courts later overturning two cases, such as Lawrence case, which allows, uh, uh, which prohibits states from criminalizing uh, homosexual behavior, and and the Obergefell case, which legalizes same-sex marriage? Uh, Some of the Republican commentators have said, no, no, there's no way that could happen. but actually, it, it, I think there is a possibility, and I think it's worth talking about. I, my prediction would be that these cases will not be overturned, and I want to give you some reasons. But, but this is a legitimate quest, uh, question, so I want to talk about that for a minute. Now, first of all, it, in uh, Judge uh, Alito's draft opinion, he says early on in the case, and then he repeats this uh, a number of times, that 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 the ruling in Dodds is is just for the uh, the abortion issue. He says this at page five of his draft. Rose defenders characterize the abortion right as similar to the rights recognized in past decisions involving matters such as intimate sexual relations, contraception, and marriage. But abortion is fundamentally different, as both Roe and Casey acknowledge, because it destroys what those decisions call fetal life and what the law now before us describes as an unborn human being. Right. The point of my mentioning that is in in this decision, which I believe will come out, I think they will uh, overturn Roe, they're pointing out that Roe is different because there was a competing interest there, that is the potential life of the fetus, or as some would describe, the rights of an unborn human being. So that is why uh, I think the conservative commentators are correct in saying it's not likely that this could be or would be extended. But but now I'm going to make the other case of why I think uh, there is a good argument that other cases uh, you know, have reason to be concerned. In the Lawrence case in 2003, the Supreme Court overturned the 1986 case of Hardwick versus Bowers. And and in that Hardwick case, 
a Georgia law was upheld, which uh, criminalized uh, homosexual behavior. And um, so that was upheld until 2003. In 2003, the court uh, strongly criticized uh, Hardwick versus Bowers and overturned it. And in that case, the decision was a, let's see, it was a, uh, it was a six to three decision. So it was a you know, good, it wasn't just five to four. And they, but the problem with the Lawrence case, uh, regardless of your position on, on whether uh, gay conduct should be criminalized, the problem is how they got there. And they departed from their previous rules of what we call stare decisis. Basically, what happened in Lawrence, they threw the rules of stare decisis out the window so that a, a majority uh, of justices would just establish whatever their own political views were. Now, the justices, the majority justices would not like what I just said, but that's my opinion. And you can read the case and see what you think. Um, the stare decisis, of course, means that the court should not overturn a prior decision unless there are some really strong reasons. And the court basically did away with that. One of the reasons, one of the reasons traditionally they would have had to come up with was they would have to show that the right, that is this gay right to engage in uh, same-sex conduct, is strongly rooted in our nation, in a nation's history and traditions. But, but they just dispensed with that. They, they gave it, uh, you know, uh, some superficial treatment, but they, they really just dispensed with it. So, and, and the Supreme Court in Lawrence, when they recognized this right of gays to have same-sex uh, relations, they didn't base it on a fundamental right. So they, they based it on what they called a liberty protected under the 14th Amendment. Now, this may be getting kind of technical for some of you, but for many years, until the Lawrence case and later the Obergefell case, in order to establish a new right that is not specifically enumerated somewhere, but which the Constitution does protect, under the Ninth Amendment, uh, you got to show that it was a fundamental right was the word. And, and if it was fundamental, it was one that has long been recognized in the history and tradition of our nation. Uh, so, but they dispensed with that rationale and instead just said, well, it was a liberty that exists under the 14th Amendment's due process clause. Uh, and dispensed with the whole prior uh, reasons the court would use for recognizing a new right. Basically, by doing this, they, they just established the fact that it's whatever liberty a majority of the justices find, it, that's what it is. Well, that's, that is a scary standard because that is just means whenever the majority changes, you're going to go back and forth. Uh, so to go right to the Dodds case, the Dodds case pointed out that what they did in Roe was similar to this. Uh, they, and, and they didn't make the analogy I'm making. They didn't talk about Lawrence, but it was the same type of analogy. 
they criticized the prior court for dispensing with their rules and just uh, arbitrarily coming up with a a new law. That's in essence what Dodds said. Similarly, in Obergefell, which was decided in 2015, by a, this one by, it was by a slim majority of five to four, the court said that same-sex marriage was now a liberty. Again, they used that new rationale, liberty under the 14th Amendment. And But again, there was no longstanding history and tradition of same-sex marriage being legalized anywhere. There were a handful of laws of states that recognized same-sex marriage. So what they did was totally discard with that that basis for deciding what right was a longstanding historic right. To give you an example of, uh, of a correct application of this would be the McDonald case uh, of about the same time, I forget what year it was, when the Supreme Court held that a, an individual has the right to bear arms. And the liberals uh, fought this saying, no, there was no personal right to bear arms. But the majority pointed out that this right to bear arms had long existed in our history, was protected, and and therefore they recognized it as a right protected under the Constitution. So um, those are two examples of how to do it. So having said that, let's just do a little analysis of what might happen in in. Uh, with the Dodd case. So someone now is going to bring a case to the Supreme Court and they are going to try to overturn the Obergefell case, which legalizes same-sex marriage. And they're going to bring the argument that for the same reason that Roe was overturned in Dobbs, Dobbs, that we should overturn Obergefell because Obergefell was not properly decided. And, and there was no proper basis then. Is the court going to do that? Well, the, uh, I think that's a good argument. And frankly, Obergefell was wrongly decided, in my opinion. And so, you know, perhaps it should be overturned, returning the right to regulate marriage to the states. Uh, the reason I don't think it will happen, though, is reflected in another case that was decided in 2020. That's the Bostock versus Clayton County case. In that case, in Clayton County, a, a, an individual was fired because he or she was gay. It was that simple. Uh, and I think all of the Supreme Court justices, I think, agreed, well, that's not right. But the issue before the court is not whether that was right or wrong. The issue was, was that a violation of of Title VII of the 1964 uh, Civil Rights Act? And the court ruled, a majority ruled that it was. But the problem with the ruling and the reason it was was a six to three decision and and three conservative justices uh, dissented from the decision. Not again, not because they they felt it was morally you know wrong what had happened in Clayton but it, but legally it was wrong the way the court interpreted title 7 title 7 is the 
prohibited discrimination based upon sex and had always that had always been interpreted as protecting women but it had never been interpreted to mean you you could uh, discriminate against someone because they were gay and and in fact congress had considered legislation several times over the years where they sought to add the word uh, sexual orientation and and transgender status to title 7 but it never passed so uh, the initial meaning of of sex in in that title was just whether it's a man or a woman it did not extend to whether someone was gay or not the supreme court in 2020 however uh finding the violation in Clayton County said that well as long as sex is anywhere a factor in and and that being being homosexual means you know you prefer one sex versus the other it says that's enough therefore it applies so the interesting thing in this case was to see the division between judges justices Gorsuch and and Roberts who sided with the the liberal justices and said yeah Title VII applies, and Justices Thomas, uh, uh, Thomas Alito, and Kavanaugh, who said, "No, the court, you're changing the meanings. Those words never meant that you can't discriminate based on sexual orienta- orientation. Now you're changing the meaning, and they wouldn't go along with it." So, the reason I mention that case is uh, it shows that. Uh, two of the conservative justices, Gorsuch and Roberts, are really in, inclined to uh, give some protection to to uh, homosexuals, for example. So since you're dealing with, and my ultimate question is, do, is Dodds going to lead to an overturn of Lawrence and Obergefell? I get the feeling that justices Roberts and Gorsuch would not go along with that. And I don't, and therefore, at this point, you don't have a majority that would go along. And indeed, then I think the conservative commentators today are probably correct that that right, at least the right of of gays to engage in, you know, homosexual conduct, and for the right of same-sex marriage, is not in jeopardy. I hope that's helpful. Uh, I know it's a little bit technical, but. Uh, uh, let me just say one more thing. Uh, you've got my website, and there you can find out about my book, The Fetal Right to Life Argument, which is uh, very pertinent today because of what is going on and what will be going on as people continue to talk about the Roe v. Wade case. It was a terrible case. It's a good thing that they overturned it. There's going to be a lot of problems, and discussion of Roe is going to continue. It would you would be well served to read this book and, and understand a little more in depth the serious problems with Roe. So just remember, the liberties that we enjoy in America can be maintained only when its citizens are moral and active participants in their democratic processes. Till we meet again, this is Paul Smith. See you next time.